Hello and welcome to the Should Be Famous Podcast. I am Clayton Pixon, your friend and host. I'll let you listen to this for just a minute before I get to it. to this there's some words but I'm not settled on them all the way and uh, but I still really like this little ditty and I find myself playing it a lot of that well it's the uh, 18th podcast of the should be famous podcast and uh, I have had a birthday recently I'm 39 big celebration uh, big to do not really but uh, it's uh, neat and there's some other news uh, to share but I want to make it into another podcast because it is so important and I have a song to go along with it uh, in the meantime I uh, would like to li- uh, read you a little listener feedback and then uh, I always like to at least I would like to incorporate into this something where I kind of teach you or kind of fill you in on something that is good to know uh, that should be known we might say or should be famous or should be known. Did you know that I wrote a theme song to this podcast? How could you? I've never told you. I did, but uh, I imagined it as a cappella um, with, uh, let's see, was it all male? No, it was male and female. Anyway, kind of barbershop, though, uh, kind of style, and I never... Uh, how much to it one of these days though I'll I'll show you the should be famous theme song uh, in the meantime uh, let's do some listener feedback let's start with one I got from a lady named Marquetta Marquetta Graham her name's all in there she says dear Clayton I just found you through YouTube I love your version of Adam on Diamond and put a link 
to it on my blog today. We live in KC Mo, Kansas City, Missouri, so we're practically neighbors. This song is very touching, and you are very talented and real. She's referring to uh, the New York make-believe song, this one right here. what she was referring to and very nice compliment I like that she says that I'm real I definitely try to be real um, you can't try to be real just be real um, but I do try to not try if that makes any sense and she uh, does return uh, oh she says I'll be back to peek around some more love and blessings Marquette Graham uh, and then she did stick around to poke, poke some more, and uh, she commented on the episode Down to Pray of It. She says, another great song, a great classic that should be better known. I'll have my family learn this to sing at our local nursing home. Um, and one last comment I'll read to you. This one's from Candyman. Uh and he's commenting on the episode 16, Yankee Doodle and Susan Easton Black. And, uh, he said he, well, I'll, I'll play you the music so you understand his comment. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni So, yeah, that's what he's commenting on. He says, enjoyed these versions of the song. Too bad they weren't selected, but if they are supposed to sound eerie and or spooky, they really don't. They are, however, very pleasant to listen to. Always enjoy your music. Just being showered with compliments. Um, okay. I like to, uh, like I said, I like to tell you something that might be something you should know. Um, should you know this, or is it too obscure? I feel like people should be aware of this. You got to think about it. Okay, my, the the topic of today is force. Like, uh, you know, in Star Wars, they use the force to manipulate physical objects to you know, and, and choke people and stuff like that. But really in real life, uh, we have forces that we really don't understand. Um, gravity is a big one. Uh, we kind of came a long way when uh, we adopted um, Einstein's theory of general theory of relativity, which 
explains gravity as a curve in space-time. So that I kind of I kind of get that. that uh, if you go in a straight free fall, then you'll you know go down and fall to the earth, and you know the the pressure of something stopping you. Like you standing on the Earth, you're, we've talked about gravity and acceleration before, and how they're the same thing. And but it's just, it's still just kind of weird that we're standing here on the Earth doing nothing, and it feels the same as if we were in space or somewhere else, being accelerated at a constant rate. And I, I just feel like there's something that we haven't. Oops, I have to mute this. So, I don't want to do... Yeah, I guess I will. Okay, but uh, I still feel like there's something we we don't get about that. Um, but we don't... Sure, we can explain gravity as a curve in space-time, but uh, what, a, what are the implications with acceleration, then? If we accelerate... Are we, uh, what are we doing to space-time? Anyway, I'm, uh, I don't know, but uh, I was thinking about force, other forces that we know of, like molecular forces. Everybody knows that uh, atoms are made up of protons and neutrons in the nucleus um, and electrons that spin around them. And there's a force that holds that atom and molecules, for that matter, together. They're sticky, and it takes energy sometimes to break them apart or, or whatever. And uh, there's something pulling those together, but we don't know what it is. Um, just like different forces that are exerting gravity on each other. Uh, I don't. I don't know that the curve in space-time totally explains it. Maybe. Maybe it does. Maybe there's something I. I don't get in it. <coughs> Excuse me. And. And if I got it, it would. It would, be simpler. But, I've heard uh, that people have theorized that there's got to be, you know, if there's two things that attract each other, whether it be gravity or or some other force, there's. I mean, it can't just be an invisible nothing in between them. There's some force, and that force has to be something. There has to be something there. It can't be nothing. So they've posited that, you know, it could be some kind of exchange of particles in between the two. You know, obviously particles we can't detect or something. But how else do you explain why two things are just kind of invisibly attracted together? Think of two magnets or a magnet to a piece of steel. And we talked about magnetism and how uh, the electrons are all aligned in a similar way so that the spin of the electrons so that the electromagnetic field is all going one way and that's how you get a magnet and it you know, is attracted to uh, other magnets and metal. Anyway, my uh, big and deep point about force what was it basically it's not um, I'm telling you it's not an exchange of particles it's something else 
and uh, it's probably a little bit in the realm of stuff we don't understand very well but uh, uh, but it's still it just it's enough for you to know that we still really don't understand gravity we don't know what it is and we don't understand magnetism really uh, you have two magnets they depending on how you align them they'll either uh, attract each other or repel each other depending on which way you point them and it has to do with the alignment of the electrons like I said but we still don't know how uh, that magnetic field we know there's a magnetic field and we've, we've figured out equations about it all uh, and that's very useful so we can use this stuff but we still don't really know what what it's made out of or what that force is, is and I don't know if people have, uh, have posited a you know a small curvature in space-time around a refrigerator magnet I, I don't know but if if not it just it's it's very interesting to me so um, and if as always if anybody feels like they're listening and they're saying Clayton Clayton it's it's this it's if you just you need to understand this and then you'll get it please by all means uh, send it my way um, I feel like I had something else to say about that but I just can't think of it but never fear I will be back about that um, one more little thing is well I'll save it for another one it has to do with electricity and creates a magnetic field and yeah I'm sure uh, that'll be enough for today so the last thing I want to share with you is music yes not more thoughts on theoretical physics but uh, the song that I've been learning for my barbershop chorus uh, is really really kind of haunting and cool to me we have a few songs that I really like some that I don't so much um, this one just really uh, got to me what it turns out is it's uh, Leonard Bernstein 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 wrote this music to uh, to Candide which is I guess a theater a theatrical production of Candide uh, and Candide is a kind of a classic uh, story written a long time ago uh, that's all I'll say about that and it has to do with philosophy and, and life and everything. But anyway, the song, I think, is, is beautiful. Um, another guy wrote the, the text, which I don't totally understand, at least the part where it says, we're neither pure nor wise nor good, um, but we'll do the best we know. I think it's probably just a simple meaning but I don't it might tie into the story some some way that I 
Don't know. But anyway, the, musically, it's awesome. So I'm going to play it for you now. Um, here it is, just part of it. And this is uh, learning tracks for my chorus. This is one guy recording all the parts just so we can learn it. You've been a fool and so have I But come and be my wife And let us try before we die To make some sense of Isn't that beautiful? name who did that is Ben Ooh, what is it Ben McDonald is his last name anyway I'll let you know if I got that wrong and uh, he does that stuff for hire that's his first one he did too uh, but he's a very very talented guy uh, so thanks Ben for that recording and uh, our group will be doing it sometime um, yeah, so that was the Should Be Famous podcast, and I'm Clayton Pixton. Uh, if you want to see any show notes or anything, it's at shouldbefamous.com. And uh, that's it. Have a great week, and we'll play a little music out for you. Bye. <laughs>